Hey everybody, welcome back to the Foul Balls podcast for Friday, October 27, 2017. This will be the Foul Balls podcast for the EPL slate tomorrow. I am joined by my co-host Rob Diamond. Hey Rob, how's your week this week? I'm doing excellent. My week's going really well. Thanks a lot for asking. How about you? Great. Uh, I had a great week and looking forward to this Saturday slate. It looks like a lot of fun. We've got a, you know, couple interesting matches between some middle tier teams and then we got the powerhouse guys and you know four powerhouse teams in a couple good spots but without further ado let's dive into the slate we're gonna do it by position like we've been doing in recent weeks and we'll start with goalkeeper at goalkeeper we have um you know a couple guys that i'm interested in I think this is a week to pay down at goalkeeper because I don't think the high price guys will necessarily see the shot volume to hit value. You're more just, you know, trying to snag a clean sheet. So my favorite goalkeeper is going to be Lucas Fabianski. It's undoubtedly the toughest matchup. He's facing his former team in Arsenal. But with that being said, Arsenal at home, they usually put up at least, you know, 20 shots, 15 to 20 shots in by no means is Fabianski about to give up 10 plus goals. So if, Per se, you know, 10 of those are on target or 8 of those are on target. He makes, you know, 6 to 8 saves, lets up 2 to 3 goals. That's, you know, 6 to 8 points. That's instant value for a keeper at priced at 3700 That's my favorite keeper. Rob, what keepers do you like? Good take. I like that a lot. I'm also on Fabanski. I wrote him off in my article this week. Everyone will be able to check it out there. But uh, in terms of the low values, he's my absolute favorite too. I'll start at the top. I'm not sold on Liverpool, both because their defense isn't great and Huddersfield probably will be lucky to get three shots on net this game. Uh, so they just aren't going to make enough saves. If you want to take them in cash, go for it. But it's just too expensive. You can get that for cheaper this week. Ederson is a good play for me. I think Brom's going to be shooting a lot more than people are expecting. And he's, uh, Ederson's probably going to rack up five saves. And whenever you have the chance to get a CS bonus with that, and be on the best team in the world, uh, I'll probably jump on board uh, for not the most defensive keeper of the week. So uh, that, that's something I'll be looking at for sure. Uh, Peter checks an interesting play. At home, he is basically stellar. He's unbelievable. I think his lowest, uh, his lowest DraftKings score at home so far in the past few games uh, has been like 14 or something like that. So uh, he's an excellent play at home. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm not sold on Swansea being able to score. Uh, Arsenal's getting healthier at the back. So Peter Cech, to me, is a pretty good play. Um, same with uh, Courtois uh, out at uh, Chelsea. I like him more as a cash play because I think Chelsea are going to win the game. They're probably going to concede one goal. So looking for him to have a crazy ceiling without a CS bonus isn't probably a, a good idea whenever you have Cech and Ederson, who have a great shot at the CS bonus this week. So uh, Courtois is a good uh, cash play this week. Um, I'm not really looking at the keepers for uh, the Watford-Stoke game. Uh, Gomes and Butland both have pretty good ceilings if you uh, are looking at their implied totals. Uh, considering what they could get at, I think that game uh, could shoot out really and have lots of shots. But I'll be jumping on the goal side of that rather than the keeper side. Um, Joe Hart's not a good keeper. Don't try and fool around with him too much. Uh, I'm 
Um, still not in the same size Hennessy either. Uh, but on the converse side of that, I'm, I don't really expect uh, uh, either team to look to uh, put an offensive output that would uh, challenge the other ceilings that we'll be seeing this week. So uh, Hennessy and Hart, or if it's Sproni, take a chance. I don't mind Sproni against West Ham. But uh, if it's Hennessy and Joe Hart uh, that square off against each other, just fade the keepers in that game. It's not worth your time or your risk. Uh, like I was talking about Butland, I really like his ceiling, uh, but I'm pretty sure Watford will be able to score a couple on Stoke, who are just atrocious at the back. Um, Begovic, I'm going to be looking to fade this week, uh, simply because I think his 4K price is set from a situation of uh, his chance at winning the game rather than his chance at having a good DFS result. Uh, Chelsea should concede this week. Uh, it's just a question of who to. So theoretically, against all the other lower keepers here, um, Begovic has a better chance of winning the game because his team has a better chance of scoring a goal compared to all the other lower tiers here. So uh, I'm going to be fading him based on that. Uh, Lossi is someone I see letting in probably around four goals this week. Fabanski is someone I can see letting in less than three, uh, ideally uh, no more than two. And uh, Foster, though I have him season long, is someone who you have to absolutely fade this week. Uh, Man City uh, uh, should just run a train here over West Brom. It won't even be fun uh, to watch. Uh, but at the same time, uh, West Brom are completely incapable and should do enough to keep Man City under four goals this week, uh, which I'm not sure if someone like Lossi in Huddersfield has the ability to stop Liverpool from scoring over four goals this week. So uh, I, I think uh, Foster is someone that you just can't touch uh, based on how good Man City are. But that's really my keeper takes of the week. I, uh, I, I'll probably be rolling with Fabanski a little bit uh, because I like Swansea in London. And uh, my, my main play, though, will be Ederson on Man City. Uh, I really like uh, his price this week. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I agree with Fabianski. He's by far my favorite play. Um, I don't really like paying up a goalkeeper. I think it's just, you know, the most crapshoot position because, you know, at any time a fluke play can happen and any goal can go in. But anyways... Yeah, most weeks the uh, the paydowns a really great option but this week I'm just finding a lot of the paydown options are way more high risk than usual and I'm just not fully sold outside the idea of Swanju which is still a real reach for me I'm actually going to be paying up this week at keeper just to, to put in a couple words there to count you. Uh, that's, that'll be one of my main options this week is to pay up just because there's too much risk at the low end for me gotcha Anyways, let's move on to Defender. At Defender, um, I find that the high-priced guys are a little, you know, mispriced. A guy like Alberto Moreno, he's coming in with, like, a safe floor of around 8, 9 points. He's crossed the ball a lot. Um, but, you know, Liverpool kind of worries me this week because Coutinho's status is in doubt. I don't think they'll really be creating as many chances as they would with Phil Coutinho in the, you know, in the lineup. So... Uh, I'm not really on him. Holobos seems a little too overpriced. And then that takes me to the next tier. And my favorite guys are, you know, this game, the game between Crystal Palace and West Ham. Whoever starts between Cresswell, Masu, 
Mas Masuaku and Zabaleta. I will be all over them. Zabaleta started last game and he racked up 13 points just purely off you know peripheral stats. He didn't even have a shot, a goal, or an assist. So he's definitely someone that I'm looking at at 4K. If Cresswell finds himself back in the lineup, he's obviously in play as he should rack up the crosses. And then a guy I like at the bottom is Jeffrey Schlupp. He seems to be very involved in Crystal Palace's offense. He moves forward a lot. You're not, you know, you're not really rostering him with hopes of a goal or like a crazy high floor. He's more of a low price guy. Like if you can get like 5.8, like he did against Newcastle, you're very happy with that kind of adding. How about you, Rob? Um, for me this week, Kyle Walker is far and above the best play uh, defensively. Uh, Holobos is, is uh, I, I don't know. I like Stoke so. Uh, Holobos would need that CS bonus to really challenge the ceiling here of Kyle Walker. Um, I, I love Kyle Walker this week at defense. Well, in that kind of plays in that if you like Kyle Walker so much, you kind of have to like Ederson, which goes back to Ederson being my top play. Uh, I think Kyle Walker is someone you can roll with in any format here. Uh, expect at least five crosses. And against the West Brom team, we shouldn't really be able to stop Man City from putting a lot of pressure on them and sitting in West Brom's half for large periods of time, giving Kyle Walker lots of opportunity to get moving forward and do overlapping runs. Uh, so I'll be looking to uh, roster Kyle Walker as much as I can this week. The Arsenal uh, defenders, uh, Kolsanek and Bellerin, are both excellent plays for me this week uh, as they both play as wing midfielders for Arsenal. I'm not necessarily sold in the idea that uh, Arsenal will uh, fill the net here against Swans or something. Uh, I like the idea. I'm just not sold on it. But at the same time, when you have that kind of high-variance play where uh, the defenders are playing as wing midfielders and you can still get a chance at a CS bonus on top of that, I think that's an excellent play, a uh, really elite play that you can do. So Bellerin and Kolsak are two guys that I'm going to be looking to pair with uh, Walker as much as I can. Uh, don't touch Fabian Delph until he shows he can cross the ball more than three times a game. Uh, a CS bonus really won't do much for you at uh, that kind of salary in DraftKings. Aaron Cresswell isn't taking free kicks anymore, so I won't be touching him unless Lanzini isn't starting. If Lanzini is not starting for West Ham, put Cresswell in all your cards uh, as much as you possibly can. He'll probably even the top play of the week at 45, 100, because he'll, he'll be seeing at least 10 crosses minimum. That's his floor. Uh, so look for that. Uh, I'm not touching Charlie Daniels this week. Um, outside of that, I am going to be chasing a couple center backs this week for goals. Uh, David Luiz is someone I'm going to be looking at again for a goal. He's taking a bit more free kicks uh, with Alonzo, the closer it gets to the net, so uh, I won't be afraid to look to David Luiz a couple times here to uh, to maybe sneak a center back goal and to see his bonus. The other one I'm going to be chasing this week is a Man City center back, uh, either Otamendi or John Stones. Uh, probably John Stones for the, the discount. He's already shown the ability to score. He's already shown the ability to score twice in games. So I have no problem looking to him again this week to uh, find a way to sneak one in on Brom, who are particularly poor against set pieces. Uh, so uh, that's why I like him and Otamendi so much to jump up there and snag one but uh that's my defensive takes this week awesome yeah i agree another guy i just wanted to add in is kiko Firmina. i think he's a pretty Firmina is a pretty interesting play he's only 4100 he 
Agreed. Yeah, you know, he seems to find himself in the Wofford offense when they move forward. He's not, you're not really hoping for, just like Jeffrey Schlupp, you're not really hoping for a crazy outing, but if you can snag, you know, anywhere from five to eight to six points, you'll, you'll be very happy at that defensive position down low. Anyways, let's move into midfielder. Midfielder's pretty, you know, pretty crowded for me. There's a lot of teams that I want to target. There's a lot of people that I want to target. Starting up at the top, the Man City guys just come in at way too high of prices. Kevin De Bruyne is the only guy I would consider because his floor is just insane, and he's probably the you know, leading candidate to win EPL Player of the Year. Um, outside of that, it looks like Coutinho says is in doubt. That hampers Liverpool's offense a little bit, but that also increases Mohamed Salah's production. He should be very evolved, very active over you know all kinds of set pieces, set balls. He's a guy that is just a crazy you know a crazy player to try and guard on the field. He runs at you, he creates chances left and right, and Liverpool will definitely be looking to create a bunch of chances, but. My, you know, the guys that I'll be looking to target are going to be primarily on Arsenal. I think they have by far the best matchup. They're the highest odds to win and supposed to score the most goals. A guy like Alexis Sanchez, I want to stuff in all my cards. He's, you know, I think he's the best player on the slate. He should, you know, take over the Arsenal offense. I think Ozil's a little too high priced. Ramsey is another guy I want to target. He's only 6K. Uh, he finds himself regularly over the ball a lot. He finds himself inside the box a lot. He's been moving up forward. In his last, you know, game against Everton, he had seven shots, five of them on goal, only one cross, but it seems that he's becoming way more active in the Arsenal offense. So that's basically the guys that I like to target. Granted, Chaka, I think, is a little bit interesting, but when you go below 5K, it just gets a little, you know, hard to find who's going to, who... Who's going to necessarily lead to a lot of production? I think Bakari Sako or Ruben Loftus Cheek is an interesting play if they find themselves into the starting lineup for Crystal Palace. But outside of that, if you're in the 3K range, you're really looking at like Tom Cleverly to hopefully be over some set pieces. And then below that, it just gets dark. You're basically trying to target guys that rack up tackles. But another guy Rob and I talked about before the podcast started was Darren Fletcher. If Shakiri looks like he's going to play, but if he doesn't play, Fletcher takes all the set pieces for Stoke. He's only 3,200, and last game Shakiri didn't play. He had, uh, let's see, 10 crosses all in the game, only scored 7.5 points, but at 3.2, you know, you're very happy with that. How about you, Rob? So midfield this week is really complicated. I think DraftKings... Uh, this week in general, nailed the pricing. Uh, this is probably the the tightest pricing we're going to see all season. I'm hoping all season, but it's definitely the most tight we've seen all season. There isn't really a whole lot of value relief, and this is the, the midfield's usually that place that you find that salary relief. Uh, I agree that Sanchez is uh, probably my, the top play this week, especially with Coutinho out. Uh, his set piece... Uh, handling alone sets his floor far above anyone else's. Kevin De Bruyne doesn't really take as many set pieces. Uh, so if you're looking for that uh, the high salary guy to pay up for this week, it's no question Sanchez on Arsenal. Uh, both cash and GPP, it doesn't really matter. You can roll with him in either. Um, whenever you get to the Man City midfielders, you have to ask yourself if whether or not they can 
not only make value, but when you hit that, <clears throat> excuse me, over 10K salary, uh, you are basically need to find the one that's going to be the raw points leader of the week. And I just don't think Kevin De Bruyne is going to do that this week with the likes of Sanchez and a bunch of uh, cheaper guys here, such as Salah, for example. Uh, even uh, Leroy Sané has a, a better ceiling to me than Kevin De Bruyne this week. Um, the wings should be really available here for City, but we'll talk about that whenever we get to forwards. Um, Mesut Ozil is someone who you really should be looking to get into all your cards this week. He created the most chances last week with eight. Uh, he's, he's in excellent form right now. And uh, the thing about uh, players like who's, who have a really bad start to the season, unless it, they are really bad players, they're eventually going to see some statistical positive regression and that's what we're starting to find with Ozil who was really poor for a while and wasn't he was hurt for a while too uh and so he missed a lot of time and and conversely he's an excellent world-class player so he should be seeing some really positive uh, uh statistical regression here going forward and he's someone that I'll be looking to uh he he's like an informed Mkhitaryan right now uh so I'll be looking to get Ozil as much as I can I, uh, I I'm sort of torn at Shakir I want him to play, but you're right. If he doesn't play, Darren Fletcher is going to be that salary relief that every single person needs this week. Uh, so Shakiri is someone that if he's in, uh, get him into all your cards. If he's out, get Darren Fletcher into your cards. Um, Fabregas is my favorite play this week. At 7,100, he, he handles most of the Chelsea set pieces and on top of that Chelsea should score three goals this week and I don't expect any of them to be clear-cut goals most of them should come off set pieces Bournemouth are not a bad team they're just uh they're uh what well, I don't want to say unlucky unlucky isn't the word at all but they, they tend to find uh really bad situations uh and a lot of that has to do with just their general overall lack of skill as a team uh so I expect Chelsea here to get a, a a couple set pieces goals and uh, at least one to come off uh, Fabregas. Uh, that's why I was talking to Dave Louise earlier. Uh, I like Chelsea set pieces this week. Uh, <clears throat> I'm very disappointed. Liverpool has uh, James Milner listed. I shouldn't say Liverpool. I'm very disappointed. DraftKings has James Milner as a midfielder. Now I was loving getting him at CS bonuses at a midfielder role. If Coutinho is out, he's someone I'll be looking to in cash games also uh, because uh, he'll be handling a lot of the set pieces that Coutinho would have otherwise taken. Uh, there's some. There's always a chance Milner won't see the field. Uh, so if he ends up as a left back, I'm, I'm still interested at 6,500. Uh, but, you know, you can't get the CS bonus, so his uh, ceiling's a little bit dented there. Uh, guys like uh, Townsend and Stanislas are excellent cash plays uh, this week, uh, but probably my all-around favorite uh, midfielder play next to Fabregas is Matthew Lanzini on West Ham. I think West Ham's super sneaky this week. Across the board, DraftKings has West Ham priced way too low, and uh, Lanzini's someone that will get at least 10 crosses, uh, handles all the set pieces, and uh, Crystal Palace just aren't good enough to stop West Ham from scoring. Uh, it'll be a question of whether or not Crystal Palace can score, but uh, West Ham is uh, someone I'd like this week to sneak in a couple or a few goals with absolutely no ownership. Uh, I like the Stoke guys. Uh, Diouf hasn't 
is just on a scoring tear right now. I'll be avoiding Moy. Uh, Tom Carroll, someone you got to get into your cash games despite playing Arsenal. Uh, the same with Kabai. Kabai someone who is going to be taking a lot of set pieces. West Ham take the most fouls in the league. So uh, if you're looking to uh, find a variance play, find who takes the set pieces for Crystal Palace, which is usually Kabai, and he's someone that you can expect to have a, a little hidden boost of a floor this week uh, where other people uh, will be looking elsewhere. Other than that, <clears throat> there really isn't too much that interests me this week. Uh, like we talked about uh, Darren Fletcher at the bottom. But uh, this is another, like I said, uh, I, I like paying up. Uh, I like paying down a forward this week. I like paying up at midfield and defender. Uh, so uh, don't be afraid to use guys like Alonzo too. But uh, I really like Lanzini. I really like uh, Fabregas this week at uh, 71 and 6100 on DraftKings if you're looking to kind of get a little uh, variance play. Yeah, I agree with Lanzini. I forgot to mention my little uh, excerpt of knowledge, but outside of Lanzini, um, yeah, it's real. it gets a little muddy down there. James Milner is obviously a good target too, but that's about it for midfield. I think you... There's some hidden guys in the 5 to 7K range, but below that it gets a little trickier just throwing out GPP darts. And let's move to forwards. Forwards is kind of like midfield. Um, you know, it's all the Arsenal guys for me. Man City's a little priced too much. Liverpool, Salah is a guy I like, and Richarlson is a guy that I'll look to try and get into all my cards. He has gone over 10 points consistently all season. He hasn't scored that many goals. He just, you know... Draws a lot of fouls, and is just very active. Watford's at home. They're flirting with the top four in the Prem, and they have a very plus matchup this weekend against Stoke. And that game should be very back and forth, and Richarlison should be very active. What, do you, what are your takes, Rob? Um, so first, let's just touch quickly on Sergio Aguero and why you shouldn't play him this week at 11K on DraftKings. Uh, it's just too expensive. There's other forwards such as Murata, Salah, uh, Hazard, I'll get to him in a little bit. Uh, the Man City outsides and Sterling and Sané, uh, Rich Allison, who, who if, uh, I'll talk about him in a little bit too, but everyone just has a better chance than Aguero this week to do well. Uh, Aguero, if he starts without uh, Jesus, will be coming off for Jesus at some point, which totally ruins both of them. Uh, both of them should be priced at 8K, but they're at 10-3 uh, and 11 this week on DraftKings. So there's no real reason to touch either of those if they aren't playing together. And even in that case, one of them's probably coming off at some point. So I'm just not interested in touching Man City up front this week. I'll look for uh, the, their defense this, uh, this week in stacks uh, to really hit, hit ceilings. Uh, you can get uh, Kyle Walker and Ederson for the same price as Aguero. Uh, so who do you think is going to do better, those two combined or Aguero? I think it's going to be the defense. So uh, everyone can make that decision, though. It's up to them. Uh, Murata, someone I'll be looking to uh, as that high-end forward when you want to spend up this week. I think Chelsea are in a great situation. Uh, Salah, same situation, uh, especially with Coutinho out. He's going to see a massive boost to both his floor and ceiling and just uh, exposure alone. It's kind of like the Demarius Thomas situation last week uh, for uh, NFL where he was just the only 
wide receiver and he happened to have a ton of world class. Uh, it didn't exactly work out there, but I think it will this week against Huddersfield, who just aren't uh, capable enough to deal with Salah. Um, Hazard's my favorite forward play this week at 8.8K. I think Chelsea are someone who... Uh, again, are going to go under the radar for ownership, but are still in an excellent situation overall. I can't take a situation, uh, take a risk on either Lacazette or Giroud. Uh, doesn't matter who starts; they'll be coming off for each other at some point here. So, taking a guy at 60 to 70 minutes for 8K isn't something I'm really looking for. And that furthers why they should just be on Sanchez uh, from the Arsenal guys, uh, you know, even more because he's just the most reliable of the entire crew to actually stick with those minutes. <clears throat> Rich Allison is an excellent play in either format this week. Uh, if you look at his stats compared to Aguero, he's right up there across the board. He does everything just as much as Aguero does. The only difference is he plays on uh, Watford and not Man City. Uh, so his ceiling doesn't hit at the same frequency as Aguero. He's still someone that should be priced at another 1000 He should be up with the 8.8 guys, but he isn't. So you still get Richardson as a massive discount. And you can even look at him as a really good salary relief. I really like him this week. Same with Sturridge. If... Uh, uh, Coutinho's out. Uh, Sturridge is probably going to be starting, and I love the idea of getting a Liverpool forward for under 7K uh, against Huddersfield this week, uh, especially Liverpool at home. They should uh, score four goals. Uh, so without Coutinho, that really opens up some doors here. Uh, I like Zaha for GPPs. He hasn't shown an established floor yet, so you can't really roll with him in cash, uh, which is too bad. Uh, Triple Moting is someone I really like uh, against Watford. I'm going to be game stacking this. I talked about it in my article, but I really like the Stoke and Watford teams for value this week to at the same time have a seven-goal stunner, like a 4-3 game, uh, because neither team has a really good defense that has shown the ability to stop uh, more than three goals from going in on a regular period. So I uh, I like uh, Watford and Stoke forwards together in a game stack. Shakiri and Richardson, Moting, Diouf. Uh, you can even roll in uh, some uh, Kirillo if you want to be really fancy. Um, outside of that, uh, the last I'll be looking for uh, to take a couple of chances on is uh, Abraham and Swansea, uh, just because I'm not sold on a Arsenal being a world-class team at the back, it, it just offers some really good salary relief. Uh, same with Jordan. I They both have 90-minute uh, games here. Uh, that's uh, really good pricing for that. The last I'll be looking for is whoever Bournemouth starts up front. Chelsea haven't kept a clean sheet, I think, since the middle of uh, September. Uh, so I'll be looking for uh, Bournemouth to sneak one goal in here and really break a CS bonus on people. And if Joshua King looks like he's going to be out, uh, Defoe looks like he's going to be out, so you could get a 90-minute forward here from Bournemouth at $4,000 on DraftKings uh, salary. So that's something that you're going to have to consider no matter who they end up starting. If it's a phobia... I'm really excited. If it's Musa, I'm not ex as excited, but uh, whoever it is, uh, I'll be jumping on in GPP for at least a couple chances this week because that salary, uh, that salary relief, is something too obvious. But uh, that's my forward takes of the week. Awesome, I agree for the most part. Uh, Richarlison is a guy I like a lot, and I'm firmly with you on the whole West Ham 
Crystal Palace and Stoke Watford game stacks. I think there's a lot of value in both of those games. Guys like Zaha, Lanzini, um, Andres Townsend are all priced, you know, in the mid-6K range. I think there's a lot of upside between those four teams as the game should be very high scoring and the pace should be, you know, real back and forth. These teams aren't really teams that just hold the ball and, like, possess, possess, and try and, like, you know, pass in the perfect goal. Like, Pep Guardiola teams are just not that talented enough, so it'll be a lot of, you know, counters and fast breaks that should lead to a lot of goals. But with that being said, that wraps up this edition of the Foul Balls podcast. Um, We're going to look to add another edition for the Champions League midweek, so hopefully you can catch us back on Monday. And that's about it. Good luck to everyone, and hope this information helps you. Goodbye. Have fun.